0: Blood Sports, an alien RPG adventure by Distant Grey Gaming. Multi-billionaire tobacco tycoon Alan Gordon has gathered a small team together to go hunting, an opportunity to bag something unique and to have his ego endlessly stroked too. During Alan, his head of security Gal Dotan, his future son in law James McAllister and his trusted chief lawyer Martin Gold as they head to quite literally the unknown. Alan Gordon's synth, Mendelssohn, will be there too, simpering to his boss's every need. Alien Blood Sports contains swearing, themes of horror, violence, bigotry, slavery, and death. For these reasons, Distant Grey Gaming does not recommend this adventure for those under 18 years of age, or those of a sensitive disposition. Thank you. Um, Okay, so night is fast-forwarding. Has a decision been made about where to set up camp? Is it going to be in the clearing or be elsewhere?
1: If night's nice. falling away from the body.
0: Okay. I
2: think we should try and cover a bit more ground before nightfall.
0: Yeah. Certainly. Is that, is that okay with you, uh, Mr. Gordon?
2: Wallace has understood, Gold, that we own this head.
0: I've already tagged it, sir. Don't worry, it's clearly yours. Is that your medal, sir? It's me, sir, yes. Here, take this.
3: I hand him a pulse uh, rifle. Okay. Yes. Your assignment for tonight is to uh, guard this head.
0: I would just point out at this stage, sir, that I am not able to use weapons, so therefore having me stand next to this creature would be a redundant exercise.
1: And who's going to cook your dinner, sir?
0: And I know you like the way I do your steak, always. And
4: with all respect, Alan, um, I don't know that there's anyone around here other than other large beasts that are going to contest the head. And the skull certainly looks a little bit too crunchy for them, I would have thought.
3: Do you understand that if we take this head,
0: it's going in your new office?
4: Well, that would be an honour
3: and a privilege. You stay, you? We go on. I, I, do,
0: I, I do feel obliged to point out, sir, that we as a party should probably stick together because um, we would work best as a team. And I think Mr McAllister would benefit greatly from your insight in hunting. I think to leave him here would be a poor opportunity indeed. My, my recommendation, and, and I, I don't know, but maybe Ms Dotan would agree uh, that we, we should stick together as a party so that Mr McAllister maybe has a chance to hit something with his weapon. Next so, time.
3: Gold, do our contracts cover that, or um, is that too much liability? Mm, no,
2: our, our contracts are watertight, sir. So. Mm, even
3: still, yeah, the publicity will probably be good, but um, it could be bad, so let's all proceed.
0: Very good. Um, And so as a party you leave the head uh, behind, McAllister probably breathing a huge sigh of relief. The late afternoon turns to dust and dust turns to night.
1: Trudging through the humidity, is it starting to get cooler as the sun goes down? It
0: it is definitely getting cooler and eventually um, you come across a small relatively dry clearing just as the sun starts to set. uh, The temperature becomes slightly cooler but the humidity causes mists to rise. The jungle air uh, is riven with weird calls from primates and the skies are thick with insect life. Here and there are large bat-like creatures flying through the skies you see darting between the canopy in the fading light. I, I will ask each party member to roll an observation check please. Can
1: we do this with our stress dice as well?
0: Yes.
4: I've got one success and uh, just to remind me with the stress dice what are we hitting on?
0: Uh, if you roll a face stroke one on your stress dice, you need to roll a panic.
4: Yes, I did. I, so I rolled a success and a panic.
0: Okay. Did anyone else roll? Uh, need to roll a panic.
2: I do. Yes.
0: Okay. So I'll get uh, McAllister to go first. So how many stress dice do you have at the moment?
4: I've got two stress.
0: Okay. So roll a D6. Yeah, uh, I got a three. So three in total, or five in total? So add uh, your. Yeah. So stress. the three. If you rolled a three on the D6, you add your stress dice number. To
4: oh, I three. see, sorry. I rolled a three, so make it five.
0: Yeah, okay, so you're still keeping together. You feel, still feel a bit jittery. I think the events of the day so far are- It's been a big day. Use. It has been a big day, and Alan's a big person to be with at any time of day. Talk um, about um, a rough day at work. work. Mm, exactly, Martin, I I'll ask you to do the same thing. How many stress have you got?
2: I've got one stress at the moment, and I've rolled
0: a four, so that makes five. Okay, so you're equally keeping it together, but this, this doesn't have the camping trick vibe you thought it may do.
1: I rolled two successes. Yay. You rolled two? Okay,
0: so look, with the, um, so now the stress and everything's out of the way, with the successes, as a party, you narrowly avoid a, a dark spider as it crawls across the floor to, probably towards McAllister, to be honest, so luckily you see it um, before it gets to you.
4: That's good. I, I don't have the conceal squeal skill, so um, that could have been okay. awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, Presumably you'd also need to either shoo it away or otherwise deal with it because it's um, heading the direction. way. It oceans. would have
4: been kill number two then for me, if I'd squashed that. Uh,
1: setting up camp for the night. We don't have the comfort of the ship nearby, so I would suggest yeah. setting up a watch.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, um, okay. In order, who's taking the watches?
3: Well, this is excellent because um, I intend to sleep for probably 12 hours. Um, That means each of you can take four of those hours.
0: Okay. So how much sleep
2: do you need, Mendelssohn?
0: Well, I still, despite my... I know what you're referring to. However, I still need to take some downtime to process. I will happily take the first shift. Uh, Who would like to take the second shift? I'll take the second. And then we have...
4: Yeah, look, I'm a bit of an early riser, so I don't mind taking the last shift. It's it's the least I can do to let uh, Alan have a
0: bit of a line. Okay, so Gold goes third, and McAllister fourth. And so what we're going to do now do overnight we we on, get
1: please. reduced stress after like.
0: Ah, I'm glad you pointed it out. So chill if, it out. If somebody wants to do something, I want them to describe what they do to relieve the stress of the party. Silence.
1: (laughs) Oh, so it's something that we can do as a a party, is it?
0: Well, no, I mean... (laughs) Basically, what I'm I'm seeking is, I suppose, for an individual to say, oh, yes, I'm going to be doing this activity to reduce the stress of the party and maybe somebody else helps out, you know, just kind of. I want to find out. We've had dinner. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you guys want to do to kind of relieve the stress before bedtime?
1: Well, with McAllister, I would suggest um, taking a look at his firearm. Um, We can maybe, like, clean them, make sure they're in order for the hunt tomorrow.
0: Okay,
2: I'm gonna um share some war stories with um with Alan. Um that corporate war stories. Oh so about are great. Got to, vi- what do you gotta say, son? Um I'll just i just reminisce about those great victories we had, like um over the Interstellar Commerce Commission and how we've managed to, you know, sort of find all sorts of legal loopholes to get our product onto worlds that people said we would never be able to service with our product. And yeah, I'll, I'll sort of uh, reminisce with Alan on all those great successes and talk about the dollars. Hike that... versus US Inc. That
3: mm-hmm. was
0: that was a good one. Mm. So you can all reduce your stress now. I think I think it resets to zero, doesn't it?
3: It's I'm going to try zero. and reduce everyone's stress by telling a war story. Also,
0: right, I suspect that'll add stress. It's probably going to add stress to me. <laughs> um, but no, please. Uh, That's very
4: please generous of you, Alan. You'd be. be... Yeah, your voice is just so soothing.
3: Oh, man. You've got to realise you've got to be like a bull. You've got to be. Oh, so. Yeah, you've got to be, be like a bull in the market and like a bull in the boardroom.
1: Neither of those are relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was very inspirational. <laughs> doesn't, matter. It doesn't
4: matter anymore. Yeah. Sniff. So, so, like a bull in a china shop in a boardroom, or just a bull in a boardroom?
0: At Huttia boardroom. Room.
3: CEO of, I feel like this CEO of Gordon mm. stakes no I take I feel your like advice metaphor I, I, is
1: getting away from right.
4: us. I uh, no it's it's some very sound advice and I do respect you know everything that you can can
3: teach me about um, running a successful <laughs> empire like so. a bull like a bull gal are you listening bull. like a bull
0: yeah At this point, Mandelson will step in and say, "Uh, Sir, I'm I'm just aware that if you want to get your full 12 hours in, you should probably be retiring very soon uh, to bed. And I will take first watch, and I think it would be a very good idea for us to all get a bit of shut-eye. It's going to be a big day tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, I I would suggest if if you wish me to tuck you in, uh, sir, like usual, um, I'm more than happy to do so. I I don't know if you packed your safari (laughs) pyjamas.
3: I've got my uh, gold dressing gown, so...
1: Wake me when it's my turn.
0: I will be certain to do that. Um, so you will retire. Um, Mendelssohn will stay awake, and so Mendelssohn will now roll an observation, and he rolls a success. So his watch passes relatively quietly. After four hours, um, he will gently nudge Gotan awake with his foot, saying it's your turn.
1: I'm up. I'm up.
0: Okay. Um, i up. And uh, Mendelssohn will prop himself up against the tree and close his eyes.
1: That is disturbing.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, Dotan, you will need to also do um, an observation of this.
1: Two successes.
0: Perfect. So um, nothing happens in those next four hours. Uh, that brings us round to Martin, uh, you wake Martin up, his turn to keep oh, watch. you
1: get, Mr Gold.
2: Okay. Very well. My four hours begins. Night. See you in the morning. Um, and so rolling observation, yes? Yes, please. Ooh, three successes.
0: Perfect. <laughs> very well. So, yes, you managed to endure a quiet shift, and now it's McAllister who loves his early mornings, so he'll be gleeful that you're waking him up for his watch.
2: Help you get, James? No problems. I'm up. And
0: roll observation.
4: And we got one success.
0: Perfect, so the night passes uneventfully. Onwards. Okay, so so before we go onwards, um, we're just about to go into act two. I'd like you all to go to your Word documents and look at your new agendas, please. Let's see there your own personal private agenda, so don't share. It's like Christmas morning. Okay, has everyone read their agenda? Yep. Noted. Yes. continue into act two. So, as mentioned previously, the night passes surprisingly uneventfully. The sun rises, the heat immediately starts to build again and you face what is effectively now your second full day in this endless jungle. You strike camp and you continue to follow the 37 kilohertz signal. After leaving the camp, the party continue in the direction of the alien signal. The way continues to be hot, humid, and now it's mostly uphill as well. Each party member now gains one level of exhaustion. So please note that on your character sheets. Which does. Yeah. Let me just double check on that.
2: So that means you cannot relieve stress. You must make a stamina roll each day. And if you fail, you collapse and sleep for one shift.
0: So this is a combination of physical and mental fatigue, which is really to reflect that this jungle is just a shitty place to be. Uh, it's hot, it's humid, there's flying bugs everywhere. You're trying to be bitten by mosquitoes. You've got Alan to put up with his, with a relentless storyteller. And, and so it goes on. So yeah, uh, that's where you're at with that right now. By late morning, um, the party comes across you come out of the ancient jungle to newer, younger trees. Um, the foliage is noticeably less thick, so it's more sparse.
1: Oh, I can finally uh, put the machete away.
0: Yeah, you can. It's 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 noticeable. The reason that there's smaller trees and shrubs um, is it appears you've come across a crash site. So ahead of you, the ground is churned up in, as if you can imagine a, a, a ship ploughing its way through the soil and through the trees. So is a... A large, wide groove. There's no bare soil anymore. It's all been regrown, but it's relatively young growth. This is an Um, old
1: crash site, old, old.
0: uh, Look, I think from your military experience, you'd recognise this isn't a recent one, and you come across the ship. So the wreck is significantly overgrown with flora. So that's vines, mosses, and ferns. But clearly visible on a tail section of this ship is a red star.
2: That's a UPP ship.
0: The wreck is about 30 meters in length, and slung under the main wing of the craft are two six-wheeled monstrosities. Both are heavily damaged. At the front of the wreck, where the cockpit would be, is a huge, rocky outcrop. It appears that the ship nearly landed, but slid into an immovable rock, pancaking the cockpit. So, um, I want you all to roll an observation, please.
2: No successes here. i got four successes. Oh, wow. Nothing. Okay, well, One six. That's right. up.
0: Um, Okay, so there's enough successes there. So a successful observation, which you have, indicates that this is a UPP vessel, an MI-220 Crocodile Armoured Attack Dropship. It could have held up to 15 crew. The vessels under the ship are two McCoyan Liu Ox Series HAMPVs. One has its main door slightly ajar, that's the starboard side. The port side one does not have any such openings. Both vehicles have suffered crushing damage and front impact damage. So, as you look around the wreck site, you'll notice the name of the vessel is the Potsdam, and it appears to be principally a German UPP vessel, but it would strike you as odd, decidedly odd, that deep in the heart of UA territory is a UPP dropship.
1: Is this the source of the signal?
0: No. So, you can obviously explore. Well, actually, I was going to say you can explore the cockpit, but you can't really because it's it's panicked up against. Yeah. I mean, you can have
3: a. I'm imagining it's sort of overgrown.
0: There's a lot of vines and mosses and creepers. It's clearly been there years, not months. Yeah. Other than that, your cursory observation would probably not tell you much more, apart from the fact that it's a UPP dropship. Um, there are, however, the two heavily armoured personnel with vehicles. There's a starboard one and there's a port one. If you choose to investigate,
2: oh, well, should we have a closer look?
1: Do you reckon they're salvageable? Um, they
2: certainly the don't vehicles look, salvageable. look vehicles look too far gone, but we may as well have a peek inside.
0: Sure. So, would you like the port or the starboard?
2: Um, you said one of them had a door, a jam. The yep,
0: yeah, yeah, That is the uh, the starboard one. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'd just sort of quietly approach and sort of listen and see if I can hear anything inside, and probably if I've got a torch with me, just have a peek in. Half expecting to see maybe a few corpses in their crew. Were... And McAllister's is just yeah.
4: going to take the opportunity to open up his water canteen and um, take a just have a refreshment while the others cool. are sticking their head in.
0: So, okay, so Gold, you approach the starboard H A M P V. MPV. You can't hear anything apart from the ambient jungle noises. You have your torch your door is a job and it's big enough for you to squeeze through if you wanted to
2: mm-hmm. I'd probably just be sticking my head in and oh. shining the torch in there to see if I can see anything immediately
0: So, so all you can see with your torch beam is the interior surfaces are covered with mould and fungus and moss um, mm-hmm. it's, apart from your torch beam it's dark in there um, but because of the narrow field of view that's all you can really see by just kind of looking through the gap. Yeah,
2: okay. All right. I'll, I'll just yell out that I don't... I'll yell out to the others I don't see anything and return oh, to the They had
0: insurance, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, okay. So um, does anyone want to have a look at the port side, MPB? Well It
1: doesn't look like there's any animal life around here, right?
0: Well, it's, it's strange you say that because you do have a device that could detect anything if you...
1: <gasps> it I'm going to turn on my motion detector.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sure. drill. I'm good. <laughs> Power good. Um, yep. So you turned on the motion detector and apart from your party members, there appears to be no other major wildlife in your area.
1: Nothing to hunt here, boss.
3: Oh, you were you were expecting zombies, were
1: you? Uh, just that creatures sometimes take shelter where they can. Wouldn't go so as fantastical as to say zombies.
2: Gold, how much are these worth? One of these... Um, I can tell you. Got, I've got all of the uh, facts and figures.
0: Yeah, the the, the dropship is impossibly, you know, it's incredibly damaged. It has no cockpit for a start. Surely, surely the commies would
2: keep a record of the uh, market value of their vehicles in a red book. Wouldn't yeah, you? I just well. look at the. Yeah, look at the um, latest, you know, oh. sale on eBay or whatever, and yeah. Yeah. use is that as a rough drop estimate? Ship. Well, the, uh, perhaps yacht. you
1: can send a, a salvage crew down uh, another time, and we can continue on our way.
3: In the meantime, <laughs> yes.
0: Well, M- Mendelssohn will point out that whilst the ox may be damaged beyond repair, um, it is noted that the portside uh, H-A-M-P-V is still intact. The body of it is. The door's not open, so therefore, maybe there is stuff inside. Do
1: we need stuff? Or do we need a hunt game?
0: Um, so, if somebody wants to open the door, it would take a heavy machine of your own? Come
3: on, Gaur, how, how else are we going to monetize this?
1: I'll um, try and wrench the door open with what I've got, uh, which isn't much. Yeah, that's uh, pretty firmly shut. Anyone else is welcome to have a go.
0: Actually, I want to see whether the medicine can open up. Um, Oh, two successes, would you believe? Mendelssohn's the man for the moment, clearly.
1: You need the right tool for a job, am I right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Um, 2.7 million UA dollars, sir, is what the the dropship would go for in the open market.
0: If it was new and If it was new. I think it's worth 2.7 dollars. So Mendelssohn uh, attempts to open the port side ox door and manages to be the star of the party yet again and opens the um, heavily undergrowth door. Um, Upon opening it, it is discovered that all six crew are still in there, essentially hanging from their racks. Um, Basically they kind of sit, they they hang upon racks before deployment um, with all their gear so they don't have to gear up as it were. They're Hung up on coat hangers. So, an observation roll, which I will dispense with, will conclude that the crash landing damaged a U4 QTC firebomb round, so the crew incinerated before they even registered that something was wrong. There's no useful items in here, only ghosts. Oh, well,
1: that's unfortunate.
0: It is for them.
2: It's just one of the hazards of the job, I suppose.
0: Mr. Gold, did you notice whether there are any bodies in the starboard side, Ox?
2: I didn't see any in there, no.
0: Okay. And the door was
1: ajar. We can the issue door there was ajar, so... Just as many people in here. Maybe
0: they were survivors.
2: It's possible that they got out, yeah.
1: What is this signal that we're tracing, boss?
2: And so there's no uh, access points into the dropship itself, other than no. the cockpit.
0: Re- reading through the manual, um, it seems... The dropship is basically the cockpit, and and it's basically a flying wing with a cockpit on it. And then what yeah. they do is they strap on the HAMPVs as becomes the crew compartments essentially. But there's no yeah, access right. from from the cockpit to the other part of the ship.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense.
0: So, having explored this most unusual of wrecks on this planet, you move on towards the alien signal, and eventually you uh, crest a hill. And there you get a magnificent vista of the rest of the island. You've been climbing uphill considerably over the morning. It's all downhill from here, which is actually the subtitle of the scene. Of and you see a magnificent vista. Um, and in the distance, on the horizon, which would probably, you'd estimate, would be at least another 12 to 15 hours of hiking. Great. Right. Um, there's clearly a, something man-made. It, you, little detail can be made at this range, but... For all the life, uh, the shape it reminds you almost like a like a Mesoamerican pyramid. Right.
1: That doesn't belong here.
0: Well, technically, Miss Dota, neither do we. Shall we continue, sir?
1: I'm guessing that is our destination.
0: That would correlate with the direction of the signal. Mr Gordon, do you want us to continue towards the... Uh...
3: This would be good, both my business <clears throat> and my social media career, so... Let's proceed.
0: Yes, maybe you could proceed to make a TikTok now.
3: Um, Would you care to, Mendelssohn?
0: I'm not so good with the social media, sir.
3: Here, McAllister, hold this. Just press the button on top. That's all you need to do. Oh, sorry. Yes,
4: got it, got it.
0: And so what does AG do once he presses the button on top?
3: Onwards and upwards.
0: And so he hands you your PDAT back, and you proceed, now going downhill through the increasingly um, tall trees again. The rest of the day continues mostly smoothly. The weather, there's actually less rain around than you could have hoped for. And by late afternoon, the party come across a a human-shaped figure, face down in the soil. The uniform is molded and tattered, ravaged by the time and the elements. The human is just a skeleton but it's clear that quite a few bones are missing, presumably scavenged.
1: It appears there was at least one survivor, not that he lasted long.
2: Did the the clothes look to be military, like from what we can gather, or they're too far?
0: Look, from what you can see, it looks like they could be fatigues of some sort, although again, Mm -hmm. heavily damaged. But the, uh, the human figure is face down, so you can't really see any discerning details.
2: Okay. And you say there's a few bones missing.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, there's not much in the way of legs. Um, mm-hmm. So, and presumably he got himself this far using legs. Um, okay. So you can presume that scavengers have had a way with some of this. Does anyone wish to investigate the body or the uniform further?
1: I want to kick the body over.
3: Yeah, kick it over. Okay. Because, I mean, because that's a loser you're seeing right there.
0: So you kick, you, I mean, Okay. So you like turned... tow it
1: with my boot, like yeah. you, like
0: get it yeah, over. No, yeah. Not
1: like yeah. yeah.
0: It's pre- it's pretty fragile. Um but you do notice that the name badge, which still um is is there, um says Lidecker, And the badge um on the uniform indicates that it's from the People's Army, the UPPA, And it held the equivalent rank of corporal.
1: Poor sod. Yeah.
0: Uh, even if you were to do a successful medical role, it, you would struggle to identify the cause of death.
1: Um, a skeleton, after all.
4: <coughs> right, I was going right? to say, I'm, I'm pretty good at medical, I didn't, but yeah, obviously it's not worth it.
0: I don't think you're that good. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I admire optimism, sir, but... He uh, appears dead go. to us,
4: but he might want to get a second opinion.
0: Ha! Miss Dotan, given your um, military history, maybe you'd like to do a, an observation role for me, please?
1: true successes
0: perfect so whilst the cause of this poor chap's death is not evident from the body your keen military eye sweeping the uh, environment notices there's evidence of a significant firefight taking place in this area there's you note a couple of old casings from bullets Um, kneel down
1: and pick up one of the shells
0: yeah Mm. Uh, you also notice old and ancient scarring on some of the tree trunks indicating that some of the shots would have hit the roof. They've mostly healed over now, but the evidence is still there. You also notice that occasionally there are what appears to be holes dug into the ground. They're approximately 20 to 30 centimetres in diameter. How deep? How do you want to tell?
1: <laughs> so I can't see the bottom? Um,
0: they're not particularly an angle. It's, it's dark. So then, you know, you, you can't see a bottom just by looking into I just it. want
1: to grab something and throw it down there.
0: Um, Like a rock branch something. You get a rock and a branch and you think this is overkill, Um. so you just use the rock. (laughs) Adam won't fit. Rock Um, or branch. (laughs) You you drop a rock down there and and it tumbles away into the darkness and so you can't estimate the depth, but it goes on a bit deeper than you would have first thought. There's
1: evidence of a firefight here. Do you think the survivors could have turned on one another? Or maybe come across one of those... uh, Lovely creatures that you're going to have mounted in your office.
4: Yeah, but I don't think those creatures look like they could uh, hold a weapon.
1: Oh, well, does the... I mean, Ah. does it look like there was uh, (laughs) things shooting or being shot at as well? Looks like it was just one-sided. Well, in this general area. Is there just casings in this general area?
2: They've they've Um, encountered more of the wildlife as we've... um, encountered like the uh centipedes that we Ugh. found before
1: no, no, i prefer not to think about those things because there could be more down there and i point to the the hole that i've just thrown a rock down mm. <laughs> perhaps there's some burrowing creature that i would prefer mm. not does to
2: anyone encounter. have a torch Yeah. No. i just say we push on
0: well alan has a i'm uh, sorry martin has a torch he used yeah. it inside the dropship
2: yeah but I don't really see the point. I, th- I think we should just push on towards that uh, structure.
0: Let's go,
1: we've got a long day ahead of us.
4: All right. Alan, you reckon that's where the money is anyway, so um, let's, let's check that out and see if it's good for business, hey?
3: Yeah, we can come back
0: for these later, just like the head, remember. Indeed. As, you, as you've as you been discussing the way forward, you all feel a slight, slight vibration in the soil?
1: Oh, like earthquake vibration?
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Something did... moving in the ground vibration.
0: <laughs> yeah, more the latter than the former. Mm.
2: Did you guys feel that?
1: I sure did. I said,
2: like I, I, looked... I said, let's get moving. And I'm starting to um, vacate Move the site away. in the direction of the structure
0: just too keen to play the game. So I'm going to allocate in, um, so AG, McAllister, Gold, Gal.
1: As far as I can recall, there was no initiative. We were just felt Good. some vibrating Walking in the around.
0: ground. Yep. welcome to the jungle. <laughs> so what I'll do, so um, AG goes last because he gets a 10. McAllister gets a 2. Nice. Martin Gold gets a 6. Gal D'Artang gets a five, and bursting up from the holes that you previously saw in the ground are uh, two very large. And Mendelssohn immediately recognises them. Uh, he says, "Oh shit, these are lion worms. They've been previously they've been described uh, on the planet Zagreus, um, and before you is essentially a very large worm with razor sharp jaws." They're, they're covered in kind of like fine hairs mm. um they are big like meters big
1: does one of them have a tiny little pebble on its head from when i threw it down the hole
0: i'm gonna go with that I think you have to yeah. <laughs> and um, now i'm just
1: like oh dear
0: and they will get two actions because of their speed One is uh, the second lion worm that bursts up a So, basically, your group has encountered the the territory of the lion worms. It's soft, moist ground, which they love to fire in, and they're stealth attackers. So, you didn't really stand much of a chance, um, and you did spend a couple of minutes talking about it. So, yeah, sorry, I'm just being unkind. But, look, you know, you encountered the centipedes yesterday. You didn't do badly at that. You encountered the... uh, the rhino type and did very well at that. So. And at
1: least now we have a little bit of space between us and the holes now, because we were walking away, right?
0: <laughs> Correct, yeah, so okay. they're not right on top of you. Okay. Um, that being said, um, one of the lion worms gets to go first. Great. And they get... They get very, special, very polite of us. They get a special attack table. Um, all I need to do, so can you describe to me what the order was of walking out there?
1: Um... Mm. So we just crested the hill to see the pyramid, right?
0: That's right, you, and then you stopped briefly because you saw the holes in the ground. And also don't forget you saw the dead body and the uniform and yeah. the actions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as you're starting to walk away from the vibrations, who would have led off?
2: As, um, as we started to leave the scene.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that
2: that would have been me leaving because I was telling everyone, let's, let's get moving.
0: Correct, thank you. So Martin would be first, who's next?
2: Oh, I'll go
4: next. I was, I was pretty keen to um, move yeah, along too and, and yeah. stay in the middle of the group.
1: I would say I'm probably closest to the holes because I was the one who was like yeah. throwing things in there.
0: No, no, that's fine. So you'll go fourth and Mendelssohn will go fifth. because He's got my back. He does. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got everyone's back. Well He hasn't got a weapon, but he's got everyone's back. Great. So Mendelssohn,
3: um, why haven't you told so, me about these things before?
1: Because That's your it's... first reaction? <laughs> These
0: things yeah. burst yeah. up out of the ground? Yeah, They're very composed. Maybe, um, maybe we can talk about this later, sir, once we've survived. They are very dangerous creatures. And I will now roll between Mendelssohn and Gal about who gets attacked. Because you're both towards the back. And this is the second worm. Um, right. So one, two, three is Gal. Four, five, six is Mendelson, And it's Gal. Of course it is. Um, I shall roll on the attack table. Uh-oh.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, no. it's
0: um, No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. So, uh, so I rolled a six and on the special um, table it's called death roll.
4: Oh and... no
0: Well hold on a minute. It may not be as bad as it so it roll it grabs you and wraps itself around you in a vicious death roll.
1: Ah! Oh, it doesn't have to like hit me, it just does oh, no. it.
0: <laughs> no, it's gonna do it it's gonna roll for attacks now.
1: Yeah, jeez. Getting ahead of yourself
0: there. Yeah. I just
2: need all my dice for them.
1: <laughs> all the
0: dice.
2: Can this attack be blocked?
0: Uh, no. no? <laughs> not a such. Well, let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, would you believe it that I did not roll any successes? <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically just awkwardly hugging you right now.
1: I'm like scrambling <laughs> out from yeah. its coils, just like, nope, nope, nope.
0: <laughs> okay. But on its next action, the lion worm will squeeze the victim, attacking with ten base dice again. So you're engaged. Ten. Yeah, that's what I've just rolled. Ten, and it didn't get any successes. So statistically speaking, the next one could be really bad. Great. Yeah. So that's that one. Um, It's McAllister's go.
4: Yeah. So um, I'm. I assume that despite um, Gal being. Well, is it is it a safe shot to shoot at this thing while while it's grappling Gal? Um,
0: look you, you can do if you get any failures that maybe It's may be...
1: not grappling me though. It tried.
0: No no, no it's it's, oh, it it's, it's grappling you but it didn't it didn't bite you. So you're engaged in a grapple. Right. So McAllister you. you can shoot at it. Obviously there is there are risks inherent with that but then Gal looks in a pretty bad situation, so you've got to balance up the two things. Just make think... sure you aim first, please.
4: Yeah, <laughs> look, let's aim and then shoot. And, and by aim, I mean at the creature, not Gal.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, you, you for
1: clarifying. Yeah,
0: I think that's very decent of you. Well done.
4: It's the least okay. I can do.
0: So aiming gives you plus two dice?
4: Uh, plus two, and I get plus one from the pulse rifle. Nice. Not in the head, McAllister. I do have one success.
0: You have one success? Okay, I shall roll for its armour. And it rolled two successes, so um, the bullets don't appear to do any damage. It just pings off again.
4: I successfully fire yet another warning shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> let, let me just give it a stress dice for that. Yeah. you
4: just got to let it um, know that you mean business,
0: you know? Yeah, no, no, I quite agree. Yeah, um, so Fire far shot across uh, the
2: bow, as it were.
0: Yeah, now, Gail, it's your go. Um, I suspect that uh, you're grappled, so you can try to do um, a strength roll, or I may <clears> even <throat> let you use your knife if you wish.
1: Uh, so I can either continue being grappled or stab it, or, or, or sorry, and stab it, or try yeah. and get away.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm good with stabbing things. But I also don't want to get crushed with 10 dice. No, you don't. Um,
0: I think we can all agree on that.
1: um, So how would it work? Uh, I'd have to roll a strength to try and break from the grapple?
0: Yep. Now, I'm just looking because I don't have any strength stats for this creature. Uh, How many strength dice do you roll? Five. Um, I will make it an opposed roll with five also.
1: Opposed, so even if I get a success, my successes have to. Well, out.
0: You, well, yeah, so basically, you're in a grapple with another strong creature. So if you're trying to push away using your strength, it's only reasonable that the worm would try to be opposing that with its strength. So it's like an arm vessel, but <laughs> life
3: and
1: death with a creature. I was about to yeah. say,
0: so what could go wrong?
2: Yeah, if you're <sighs> grappling with a another human, it would be an opposed close, co- close combat role. So. <laughs>
1: Oh, so do I get to do close combat, then? Or um, strength?
0: Mm, you can use close combat. If that okay, yeah, even advantage. the odds
1: are from, you know, half to maybe closer to ten.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright. Alright. Uh, I'm going to try and get out of this grapple, then. I'm going to push it.
0: <laughs> okay, so add a stress dice.
1: I'll roll that one afterwards. Hang on. And here's a stress dice. Huck. So I got a success, but I also got a face hugger on my one stress dice that I just okay, got. Okay, so,
0: so roll p- panic. You should be okay unless you roll a six. So with your success, I will roll opposed to that. Mm. It's my my um, I also get a six, so it kind of cancels that out. Uh, You're having so a good I'm wrestling match at the moment.
1: Very stressed at the moment. So yeah. equal. We are. I have an equal opponent. You're <laughs>
0: equally matched. Yeah. So. Um, can okay, i that...
1: can i push it again because i have tough i can push
0: yes you can because it's strength based yeah
1: i'm gonna uh, give I, that I, a go I'm...
0: generally speaking you should do that after the first one but I'll, I'll allow it
1: but how do i know if i need it or not
0: <laughs> well you don't oh, go on, you can, you can do it.
1: <laughs> and my first one okay another okay uh four successes
0: okay But Uh, I add uh, a
1: stress dice as well. Yes. Ah, five successes then. Okay,
0: five successes. I shall roll. Hold on. You muster your, you grit your teeth and scream loudly and you manage to get your way out of its clutches. You're still in engaged range, but you're no longer grappled. Do I get to do
1: anything with the extra successes? (laughs)
0: No, I think you've pushed your luck already with
1: it. I don't know, but that's my talent. My talent I, I allows know. me to do that.
0: Come on, yeah,
1: five successes.
0: Yeah, five. You're five successes on basically trying to get out of a grapple. I will allow you to get out of the grapple. How about that?
1: Okay. Can I get Wait, away quit, from it
0: you, as well? Quit, you... <laughs> no. No, you can't. Okay. Unless At least I won't accidentally anything. shoot you. Oh, that's true. Now, now that Gail's trying to negotiate with the lion worm, um, it's Martin's go.
2: Um, yeah, I'm just wondering about like so. There's two of these things.
0: There is, yeah.
2: and uh, the other one, where is that in relation to myself? Um, Are they? Is actually, that equidistant? Or sorry.
0: So, so the one that's been attacking Gail came up at the rear of the group. But the one that the other one that came up is actually quite near you. It came up at the front of the group. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Well, I'll target that one then. Yeah. Uh, okay. With the with the scope rifle. So yeah, I'll is aim. There,
0: is, there a, is there a distance issue? Can you? You're not engaged range, so I'm assuming you're short range. Uh
2: yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just cool. trying to work out if there's one I need to prioritise. So I'll go for that one that's that, that's closest to myself. Yeah. All right. So I'll uh, aim for the, the fast action and shoot. I've only got one success. I might push the roll
0: if you want so, to. Um, so add a stress dice.
2: Yep. that's more like it although i have panicked as well so i've got four successes now but i'll just see what the panic result is that's a one so yeah okay you're
0: fine let me just roll armor Uh, no it um oh it it knocks off one of your successes
2: okay so i'll um i'll just max damage to that one so So, two for the two for the first success and then two more for the other Remaining successes.
0: Is it, is it only base damage two for the scope rifle? Yep. Yep. So two, three, four points. Yep. Yep. So you 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 discharge around, and it kind of enters one side of the lion worm and leaves exits the other. It's still, okay. it's still obviously alive, but yes, yeah, some icky kind of yellowish goo kind of starts to leak from the bullet wound. Right. Okay. Um, and that, and that is your go done that means it's now that line it's going. In fact, it gets two goes in a row. Uh, So the first one is going to attack you, Martin, for obvious Mm -hmm. reasons. It it now has a general dislike for you. And it rolls a one, um, so it's called an intimidating display. So it rears Mm -hmm. up and it's golden cilia, so that's the hairs on the outside, flow in a threatening pattern. But it's a bluff. The expert predator has seen a problem and is using an aggressive display to cover a tactical retreat. Oh, okay. which, it will make, which it will make on its next action. All, all right. PCs within short range must make a panic roll. Um, so that's all of you guys. You're all in short range. All right. so that's okay.
3: To... That's good. I thought it was trying to make with us. I, I um... thought me and Mendelsohn was were sort of standing away a
0: bit. No, you're all still right. technically all in short okay. range.
1: So there's two of these lion worms right next to each other, right up in our grill now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yes. One's at the back of the grill and one's at the front of the grill. The one at the front <laughs> is doing its displaying posture, um, so that requires all PCs uh, to do a panic roll. Yep. I've rolled a five. Uh, and how many do you get? Cool, yeah, so you're fine. Eight. Eight, I rolled back
4: a six. <laughs> so, uh, I rolled a three. I've got no stress dice, so. Okay,
0: cool. I'm enjoying so, the display. Um, on an eight, um, Gal starts to tremble, tremble,
1: and everyone else panics as well.
0: All skill rolls using ability suffer a minus two modification until your panic stops, which is ongoing at this moment in time. So, Did so you say was...
1: any any ability or any?
0: All skill rolls using skill rolls using agility. Agility
1: minus two.
0: Yeah, so you've got a bit of a nervous twitch going on now, a bit of a tremble okay. going on. So, yeah. yeah, you know, not cool. Mate. And and <laughs> so the and so the first uh, line worm now it's fooled you completely with its terrifying aggressive uh, posture, retreats back down its hole, um, leaving a trail of icky yellow goop behind it, um, and it is effectively now out of combat. So you've only got one to deal with now. So that's good.
1: Yay. That's good.
0: So that's um, that brings us back to line worm number two. And it's obviously going to pick on Gal because you're struggling a bit. Um, yep, that's yeah. me. And so ah, oh, and so it rolls a one as well. So it starts to posture. So all PCs will again need to do a panic roll. ha! Ah, this dice is. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Five,
0: five,
3: and four and for me. Four for AG me. is unflappable.
2: I'm cool. and,
1: Same. And, do I get like minus four now? <laughs> um, that, do they stack?
2: You take the next level up on what you've oh, already okay. got.
0: So you drop an item. So I'm going to decide what I wasn't item
1: holding there. anything.
0: Um, so in you know you were wrestling a giant worm during that tussle. It, retroactively, you dropped your emotional detector. Huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Dropped.
4: Personally I would have dropped an F bomb, but um <laughs> I
1: think I think yeah. I did that in the process.
0: And your <laughs> stress level also goes up by one.
1: Great, right. those three stress I had yesterday are right back.
0: Yeah, welcome back. Welcome friends. <laughs> um so that's its turn done. Um, and it goes back to itself. Oh no it doesn't, it goes to AG. AG it's your turn.
3: I'm more than ready to take a shot. I'm lining it up in my golden sights.
0: Well, it's gold edge sights, as I think we've established. <laughs> You can do that. You can aim so you get plus yep. two.
1: I'm sorry, is this the only reason that uh, Mr. Gold has his job? Because of his last name?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nominative determinism.
2: Possibly. One success.
0: <laughs> Just the one success. I shall roll for armour. We'll see how you did. You did very well. I rolled three ones and a four. Um, yeah. So you do two damage. to In the neck. Again. Well, okay. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's all well, neck. It's, it's, yeah, it's all neck, so you're definitely right. Um, Where's the neck
3: stop
4: and the, the tail start?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Halfway? <laughs> Three quarters? Right well, now.
3: let's just say just behind uh, the head.
0: And so, you, yeah, so like Martin, the bullet goes in, the bullet goes out. There's a bit of splatter. Uh, just as you're imagining, A.G., this wonderful, beautiful, golden-haired head mounted on the wall... It uses its next turn, because it's next in the order, to again, burrow down, back into its hole, squealing in pain. So currently, and I'm not going to give anything away, but if you move relatively quickly, you'll be out of combat.
1: Don't give anything away. Let's get the fuck out of here, everyone. (laughs)
0: Alien Bloodsports was written, recorded and edited by Philip Beddingfield, using Zencaster and Audacity. Elise Spencer is Gal Dotan. Adam Gilbert is Martin Gold, Rick is James McAllister and Matt James is Alan Gordon. Alien Role Playing Game is published by Free League Publishing. To keep up to date with all the latest podcast releases, please look for Distant Grey Gaming on all of your socials. Thank you.